Hello, everybody. So here I am from the Full Picture Business and Property Secrets. And this week we've got Ed. So Ed is here. Ed's here. To, he's been on previous um, episodes. So if you want to have a look at what Ed does, uh, primarily it's EPCs, but then we're also looking at floor plans, Legionella. But you'll get a flavour of what Ed's going to do because very, very kindly he's come here and he's going to do various different episodes to talk about EPCs, grants. Uh, we've got floor plans. We've got reports. Uh, energy audits and then we're going to learn a lot more about ed but also how it can help you grow whether you're a homeowner or a property investor so thanks very much for coming on again ed really you're appreciate welcome. it good to be back awesome and and i thank you so much for your time because you're going to add so much value i want to jump straight in so what i want to do is is get everybody as much value as possible so let's jump straight in so this is episode one of the new series with ed so episode one is all about EPCs, which is a hot topic right now. Um, I'll let Ed talk more about it. But for me, as a property investor, there are changes, uh, especially if you're going to be a landlord. Uh, there are uh, things going about about sustainability for the future builds. Um, but also there are, there are things that you can do that are uh, sort of like the tips and the, the hints that you can do, which Ed is here to do. So let's start out. What we want to do is if you've not if you don't know what EPC is, We'll let Ed quickly summarise the EPC. So, Ed, what is an EPC? So, EPC is an assessment of the energy efficiency of the property. With that, we will look at the heating, the insulation, the lighting, construction of the property. So, you'll have somebody such as myself come into the property, measure up, look at all of those factors, put it into some software, and it will produce a rating, an energy efficiency rating with recommendations uh, to say how energy efficient the property is and where it can be improved. Yeah, it's brilliant, Ed. So what we want to do is um, greatly factored into the type of build, but also the the age of the build as well, isn't it? That's right. So we have to make assumptions. The software will make assumptions based upon what building regulations stipulated at the time. So if we we can't see within a wall or if there's a roof space or a floor space, we cannot see um, you know behind those things or into those things, then building regulations will will dictate their insulation level. Okay, so you're going off some assumptions there, yeah. So yes. that's really interesting. And that's this is the whole point, ladies and gents, that um, I wanted to get this out there is because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And I learn stuff every week from Ed. Um, is a phenomenal character, phenomenal person who knows everything to do with these EPCs, especially grants and, and floor plans and so on. So if you don't know what you don't know, that's why uh, we're going to talk about now just sort of the tips of how to increase EPCs and what you need to do. So how can we how can we increase an EPC? Okay. Biggest factors are your heating, heating controls, and insulation. Okay. So the obvious things are if the property has a cavity wall and it's not cavity insulated, then see about getting that insulated. There are avenues. If you approach me, I can I can point you in the right direction for those. Um, if the heating doesn't have a full set of heating controls, then it would be wise of you to have a heating engineer into the property or an electrician if it's uh, in electri electrically heated property. It'd be wise of you to have them into the property, get full heating controls in. It's relatively cheap things to do, but they will have a huge effect on your energy rating. And heating controls, just to break that down, is that just uh, on when we're talking about radiators or are we talking what a full system or part system? What would okay, so standard standard things would be, you know, vast majority of properties I go to are gas central heated properties. 
So what you would expect there, min, well, not minimum, but the, to, to have a, a good score on your EPC, you want to see the thermostatically regulated valves or TRVs on your, your radiators. You want to have a thermostat and a, a timer. Now, of course, you can have a, a programmable thermostat, you know, so it's those two in one, that's perfectly fine as well. You can go above and beyond that. You can go to zonal controls. You can go to smart controls and other factors as well. But the I would recommend the bare minimum if uh, if somebody's getting into property and they're wanting to make sure their properties are nice and efficient, make sure you have a programmer, a timer, and excuse me, a programmer, a thermostat, and uh, the TRV valves on the radiators. Amazing, and that that will improve the EPC. Absolutely, absolutely. Amazing. What what are sort of the best things and the worst things that you've seen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a loaded uh, question. A loaded question there. But yeah, yes. I know, I know what some of the answers are going to be, but yeah, come on, let's go. You go into a property and loft insulation has been removed uh, and not replaced. Um, you see that a property is, you know, it's, it's, it's got no insulation in or on the wall. So in the walls being cavity or on the walls internally or externally you know, for the, the solid wall properties. So you see that quite a lot, but when it's blindingly obvious things, like I, I mentioned just a moment ago, the heating controls, you know, a landlord is then saying to you, oh, but you're telling me, you know, the properties scored a, an F rating. How can that be? How can that be? Is that, well, because you've got a boiler in there that's older than me and I'm 43 years old, for God's sake, and you've got no heating controls. <laughs> it, these are, these are, I'm not saying every landlord should replace every boiler. Of course not. If it's perfectly functional, if it's a combi boiler, chances are it's probably a minimum of about 85% efficient. The latest and greatest are 92% efficient. So not that much of a difference. But when it's glaringly obvious things like that or a frustrating thing, which is it, it's people just not being aware They've removed storage heaters and they put in, you know, plug in electric heaters instead, thinking they're going to save them money. It could be dependent on the, the occupier's usage, um, how they use that, those heaters. But from an EPC point of view, their score has just gone from here to, you know, below, <laughs> below ground level. So those are those are glaringly obvious things that can be frustrating. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, and then you'll go in some areas where they want to do cost savings, cut mm -hmm. your money down, but without recognising how bad the situation is, which is what I was alluding to earlier, yeah. because I do see it. Some of the events that I run, certainly that people come, that they want to reduce all the cost down, and I get it. It's a yeah. business. But sometimes Absolutely. it's more efficient to get the right people in at the right time with the right equipment because it's, it lasts longer. You're right. I mean, I'll come across the landlords which will go, hey, look, I'm going to, I've just bought the property, I've just taken over the property, I'm going to throw a whole lot of money at it, and their view with that is that, hey, I can now forget about the property for 10 years. You know, more power to them. If you've got the finances to do that, great. If you don't, then a simple conversation with myself, you know, I could say to them, look, in your scenario, you don't have a timer. A timer is something you could potentially actually fit yourself, a thermostat, certainly. You know, they are very low cost things, but they can make that change. That could be just what needs to tip you over to where your you know, sort of score that your EPC needs to be. So just a phone call where it might, that phone call might not even cost you a penny. That little bit of advice or reaching out to a network such as yours. Hey guys, this is my situation. Does anybody have, have any help and advice? Leaning on the knowledge of people in the know is, is always going to be a smart move. 
and that is the power of the network and that's i mean breeding a network uh living a network i mean i love it yeah but it's bringing in the professionals so this is the property professional touch is the yeah. podcast as well but this is on the full picture business and property mm-hmm. uh secrets and that it, it's all run by professionals and we're bringing in professionals such as yourself to do that um going back just speaking to some of the landlords yes it's great if you can Mm-hmm. If you can get in there and you can upgrade your property and then look at forgetting it. I won't forget it for 10 years, but look at forgetting it for a while. Yeah. If you can't do that, you need to factor in capital expenditure because each year you're going to have to spend X amount. So make sure, make sure that when you're going on these courses, they give you the full picture. And the reason the, this is called the full picture uh, brand is because we want to give you that full picture to make sure that you don't fall foul because it's not just as easy as getting that money this is your net profits. It's going to go in your pocket after you paid everything. People forget about the capital expenditure, which is what you need to do for maintenance each year. Otherwise, you're going to get a big bill in two, three years. Big bill, two or three years after that. Big bill, two or three years after that. And it's not fair because it will eat it. It's all about sustainability. I've, I've heard it described like this. So I, I'll typically use the example of a gas engineer. You know, you can, if you service your boiler every year, that boiler is going to last and could last a very long time. If you don't service it, that boiler will break down. It's going to cost you more money with emergency call outs and things like that. And it's the same as servicing a car. Yes, you could save money by not servicing the car. It's not a legal requirement to service it. But you know it's going to cost you more down the line because you're just avoiding the inevitable. So. And and more. So there are studies out there. Uh, one of our, one of them I did for my degree. So the study was looking at um, managing things correctly. Mm-hmm. So rather than papering over the cracks every now and again, you set up a program where you are going to be looking after it. So it's a sustainability program. So you're going to be looking at a maintenance and a refurb program where you pay X amount. And when you compare that to the ones that don't pay that X amount per year and they do the one-off payments, the one-off payments actually work out more yeah. than they would do if you just looked after it per year mm-hmm. so yeah brilliant uh, anyway let's get back in what i want to do is uh, right now i want to ask and this is a big ask because i know it's um your profession um and it's not really talking about the product names but mm-hmm. what are the, the some of the things that people should be looking at and by that i mean say we're looking at windows what type of rating would they be looking at windows and i know that's a big thing but then let's break it down to some of the the lesser expensive uh, things that we're going to be putting in there um, such as loft insulation. So what should people be looking at to improve things? So quick hacks, quick tips, but then breaking it uh, further into things that cost more. Okay, so Windows-wise, um, it, it doesn't matter as an energy surveyor. It doesn't matter about the particular brand of the glazing, okay? So if you have single glazing and you're not in a conservation area, if there is no restriction to you to, to be able to install double glazing, then double glazing will benefit you. However, it's an expensive measure and it makes a very small difference to your energy rating. So if you're ideally, ideally, if you're single glazed, I would suggest go over to double glaze. But if you are, if you're trying to watch the pennies, the priority would definitely go heating, insulation uh, measures. So if you've got a solid wall property or a non-standard construction property and there is no insulation currently, then what you can do is you can have, and there are grants available. We can touch on them, you know, in a different, uh, that's different next episode. That's the next yep. episode yep. because because they're so important in themselves. I want to talk about the EPCs, and then the next one we can we can fully go that's into fine. grants as so, well. Yeah, we, we can touch on that, you know, obviously in another episode. But 
uh, you can you can get external wall insulation, you can get internal wall insulation. These are potentially covered on grants. Okay, if for whatever reason, after chatting with me, it's not a you're not able to actually get a grant for that particular property. Then here's a way to, with a solid wall property or non-standard construction property, to improve the energy rating and it not cost the earth. And that would be, as it's known, dot and dab or dry lining. Okay, so that is just you lose an ever so slight few inches uh, on the external walls internally. You don't have to have any insulation behind that. You know, if you're trying to pinch the pennies, just having that gap, that airspace between your solid wall and the internal leaf, your, you know, the new plasterboard, just having that air gap is similar to having a cavity wall, uh, you know, that gap in a cavity wall. So there's an insulation, insulatable factor there. So that is not particularly expensive, but it will make a lovely difference to your energy rating. Again, I mentioned before, if you don't have a thermostat, put a thermostat in. If you don't have a timer, put a timer in. If you don't have valves on radiators, put those in. These are a very, very simple, quick fixes, very cheap fixes. Um, if you have single glazed windows or uh, you don't have a UPVC or composite doors, draft excluders, putting those on. We're talking a few pounds, like next to no money near enough. And yet that will improve the energy efficiency of the property, a noticeable amount. You know, it is, it, it is something which is going to make an improvement to your property, not cost you the uh, things that you potentially could do yourselves as well. If you don't have the finances or, or the inclination to bring in a professional uh, to do those things for you, you know, th those are the cheapest ways to make some, some help, uh, healthy improvements in your school. See, that's what I'm talking about. And that's why I've invited you on is because you're willing to give those tips and, and, and ultimately this is going to save a lot of money for people because it, yeah. it's going to increase the value of the property. Absolutely. The higher the, higher the uh, rating that they get, it's going to increase the value and it's more sellable and you're going to open it up, especially if it's above a sea, you're going to open it up to landlords that are potentially going to buy it. If you're a homeowner and you're looking at moving house, you're going to open it up to there. I know um, I'm talking to a man that already knows this, but you know, you can get preferential rates from certain lenders on your mortgage by having the property at a C rating or above. You know, so that effort, that effort is not just going to benefit you and your tenants now, it's going to benefit you for all the years that you stay with that particular lender. Yeah, that, that's down down to chat about next, which is all oh, about LinkedIn <laughs> as well. Um, no, it's, it's perfect timing. It's yeah. perfect timing um, because uh, what we're looking at now is is there's changes. Yes, it was 2025. Yes, it's going to 2028. It might come back down to 2020. Nobody knows, do they? No. Nobody knows yet. Um, so this is just for landlords. So yes. you've got to be very careful of where you're going and you need to start looking at uh, improving things now, getting up to a C because otherwise it's going to be a mad dash. But remember, you, it's going to be the, the finances that are going to get you because you might not be able to get the mortgage product at the rate that you want or the rate that you're used to if you don't get it up there. So what Ed just said is perfect. And it is a, probably one of the biggest top tips that I would give you today from this uh, conversation from myself. Ed's obviously giving you lots of top tips, um, how to do pinch the pennies and bring them down. And, and I'm going to offer it out there now that um, normally we don't do um, where we can, we can offer products because of what we are, but because Ed's given his time, Ed, how can people contact you if they need to find out more? Okay. So you can email me. It's Ed at ask-ed.co.uk um, you can call me on 07725 335 436 uh, you can go to my website which is ask-ed.co.uk 
That's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. And uh, please, please uh, reach out to Ed. Uh, this was the first episode. We've kept it short and sweet because we want to keep you engaged, ready to go. This is going to be a series. So we're going to be popping these out so you can watch them on the go or you can listen to them. And we're going to make sure that you are covered when it comes to either being a property investor or if you're just a business owner and you want to make sure that you're cutting down costs and increasing the value of your house, because that would then, if you increase the value of the house and you need more uh, money for your business, you can port that money across. You can actually take money out of that house or you can put it there as a personal guarantee when you're going forward. Now, I'm not a financial advisor, so that, that is just my opinion. Speak to a financial advisor before you do anything like that. That's me getting out of jail. Um, but thanks very much for that, Ed. Um, I really appreciate it Um, and then I look forward to speaking to you uh, about the next episode which is going to be about grants everybody but thanks very much Ed thank you